now listening to Loose Lips. You're listening to Loose Lips. And you're listening to Loose Lips. Frequency, frequently, as I release this frequency, speak to me. Every low foul listener, please keep from me. As I release these frequencies, oh, free my city, free my seed. Bless my situation, give me freedom. Bless the generation, give them mercy. Bless the situation. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Loose Lips. We're so happy that you have tapped on in. Um, This episode is going to be amazing. It's for the spiritual babes, the astrology babes. If you're into zodiac signs and all of that, you'll love it. So stay tuned. And we are your hosts. I'm Jasmine. Hey, everybody. It's Ashley. And it's Tati. So. (laughs) That sounds so sad. I'm weak. (laughs) Girl. Loose lips. We are here with another episode. Um, so bitches, guess what? What? Okay, you guys. So I was at work. I was at my part-time job, which of course there's like a lot of young girls that work there. I work at Ulta part-time for our listeners, and we were like there until almost ten thirty. And I'm like, okay, bitches, I have a full-time job. Like, get me out of here. Like, I'm doing y'all a favor by even coming here. Like, let me leave. Anyways, so this Mexican girl that works there, so we were sitting in the back, and I guess like her girlfriend was outside, and she said, that nigga ain't, and then she said, oops, I'm sorry, y'all, when I tell y'all I gave her the biggest, like, the, like, stared her down, because I'm like, do I fucking say something to you, but the fact that it just rolled off your tongue Mm-hmm. Like you be in the car, nigga, 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 like just in the car. Like I was just like, I gave her the death stare. Like she's looking at me, and I'm just looking at her, and I'm like, I just smiled, and I just like walked out the break room because I'm just like, I just don't know how this situation is going to go. No, I've definitely been in that situation. It's so uncomfortable. Because you don't like, know to, like, to react, get mad, or, you know what, this bitch going to do it anyway. Right, because so it's like, like if you, alone. Right, because if I react and then you react in an aggressive way, then we're going to fight. So right. I, I don't want that to happen. Like, I don't need to go to jail, especially in Texas. I'm <laughs> honestly not even surprised. Girl. This has happened to me on more than one occasion, especially with the Hispanic, Latino, Mexican, I'm not sure what their politically correct term is, that community, they feel very, very, very comfortable with saying the N-word. And I've had a lot of that community say it around me. Um, I'm not about to fight your ass about it because if you're saying it, like you said, it rolled off her tongue. So she clearly says it all the time. And yeah, you might not say it around me, but you're definitely still saying it. So, and that's not for me to fight that battle physically, or I'm not about to put my energy into it. You're still going to do it. But I will say that like Mexican people feel like they should be able to say the N word. Like they feel like they should be able to, I feel like, I think that. Yeah. But the thing about it is when I sat and thought about it and digested it, I'm like, you knew that it was an issue because you stopped 
yourself in your tracks and apologize. So why would you, why would you say something that you know just you shouldn't be saying? Like you know it's wrong because you apologize. Yeah. For it. If you didn't think that it was wrong and what you wasn't like, you felt that you were entitled to do it. You would have just kept going and not apologized. You knew that. Okay, bitch. Like I shouldn't have said that. Like. But yeah, that happened to me, and I'm just like, well, what do you do? That's so frustrating because, you know, they have racial slurs or whatever. I don't know if they took back racial slurs like we did with nigga. But if they were with the whole word speak, I'm sure. Like, they would feel some type of way if black people, white people, Asian people, we were all just going around saying, yeah, my speak, my speak, speak, speak. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like everybody wants to be black. Until it's time to really, really be black and like have our skin color and go through our trials and tribulations just being black in this whole entire world. Because it's not just the United States. It's every single where where we're discriminated against. So it's just frustrating that it's like basically nigga is like a a group (laughs) and like everybody want to get into it. In their eyes... In their eyes, it's a cool slang term. Mm-hmm. They don't see the history, the oppression. They think that it's a cool slang term that's used in music and that's used by these people, um, you know, in pop culture that they or hip hop culture that they look up to, somewhat idolize, you know, whatever the case may be. That's what they see. So that's well. their reality. And most of them, since they grew up, in our same neighborhoods and the projects and stuff like that. And they grew up around black people or they stepdaddy was black or they, they brother's daddy is black, but they full Mexican ages, but they grew up in a household with black people. And there's some white people that feel that way too, that like, like your six nines, your Cardi B's. And this is what a, a topic I've been wanting to bring up for a long time. And Jasmine, you might be able to test to this more. Cause I don't, Tati doesn't watch love and hip hop Hollywood that much. Mm-hmm. But Veronica Veronica Vega was Girl. shunned and stoned to death for saying the N-word. But Cardi B says it all the time. And I Girl. don't understand the difference because they are both Latina women. Mm-hmm. They are not black at all. Either either one of them. Cardi's not black. She takes black dick. And probably Veronica too. So I how think- come Cardi's not shunned for saying the N-word? I still, to this day, I like Two Cardi. Things. I don't agree with her saying the N-word at all. I agree. Two things. I think it's one because Cardi has like black passing features, like her skin color and her hair and her nose. Like they're they're like black features. And then two, for some reason, like this girl just can do no wrong to people. Like, that's just how I feel. Like, she gets a pass on everything that she does. And people would nitpick at certain things, but she gets no repercussions for it. it. So she's going to continue to say, nigga, as long as her career lies. See, I now with that, I have seen Black people that are Veronica's skin color. Alicia Keys is her skin color. Alicia Keys looks white. But Alicia Keys is black and we know that she's mixed. She has a black father and a white mother. With Veronica Vega, we see on the show and in her just, her skin color and her features, like we just, we see that she's Latina and she's Hispanic all the way through, so. But see, I get Latina from Cardi too. I don't get that Cardi's a light-skinned black, like a light, lighter or fair-skinned black woman. I don't get that from her. But to the masses, a lot of people think that way. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, that just really irritates me. It really, really, really irritates me. I mean, in a perfect world, it would be nice if other races didn't say nigga. But in the real world, it's just they gonna do it. That's true. They wanna feed one. Say what I do want to say back to that, like. No, these Hispanic people seen slavery. They seen all that shit, but they don't care because it didn't happen to them. Mm. So that's why I feel like they're just like, well, shit, it didn't happen to us. So no, of course we don't feel no type of way about it. That's a good and point. Also, how they would feel if we used a right. We're not gonna be like, hey, stick, you know, yeah, right. Oh my goodness. The other thing that you know irritates me about it because you'll see non-black people say, well, you guys say it like, you know, like what. Girl, it's okay. literally like you guys like is a sorority. Everybody wants to join a fraternity. Yeah, everybody like okay, join. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys said like you guys turned it into a term of endearment, but whatever, that doesn't matter. It's the fucking principle of the fact. Like, no, but again, these people are just gonna do whatever they want to. So it's just like I can't police everybody that says it. Yeah. Right. And then I just want to bring up one more thing uh, regarding this bitch. Guess what? People like Trick Daddy, because I know you've seen it, Ashley. People like him who allow and, um, you know, just let, pe- you know, Hispanics get away with this and, and push for them. It's okay. And, and vindicate them for what they say. People like him is the reason why other races get away to saying because black men are obsessed with foreign women just like that yes Joel's girl Oof. said nigga on uh that podcast or that tv show and like the black host was like oh that's okay like because y'all be obsessed with foreign bitches and y'all let them get a pass on anything so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say that girl but no that's that scene was hard to watch with chick daddy and veronica vega you but, ladies, I got ready to get to the trending topics. Let's yes, kick this shit. Let's do it. All right. So, first things first, we have to address. We know, you know, Nipsey Hussle was murdered recently. But I feel like his death has created a lot of ignorant shit. And <laughs> first thing, I don't know if y'all agree if this is ignorant or not, but I do. So young Scooter, I don't know who this guy is, but he posted on Instagram a Nipsey quote and his caption said, we need more niggas like Nipsey Hustle. Legends never die. It's too much greed and niggas hating on their own people. Just wait your turn. Play your position. Then Future had posted, yeah, we do need more like us. I've been teaching and preaching for a decade. Also showing and proving what hard work and dedication gets you. R.I.P. Nick. How do y'all feel about those comments? Because I got strong feelings, but I'm a chaco. <laughs> I think that future, sir, you really value yourself in a high regard. To compare yourself to Nipsey Hussle, I have not seen any of the qualities and attributes that he possesses come from you. My good sir. My fellow black human being um <laughs> so i don't agree with what you said um i also don't appreciate how you took this time to try to give yourself to try to give yourself a pat on the back and get people to recognize the things that yeah. you've done this is not the time for that and it's like if you try to build a name or you know put your limelight out there on the back of somebody else's especially somebody who's passed away it's really not the time for that this is not about you Nene. <laughs> check check yourself like T.I. said you out of pocket nigga <laughs> um, future is just stupid um, I mean I know I feel like I say that about everything 
but no, sir, what I don't see anything that future is doing and God forbid he something happens and then oh there's gonna be this influx of things that he's doing. But from what it looks like to me, it looks like you have ten kids with thirteen baby mamas and you don't know how to like manage them. I That's what it looks like to me. Literally want to say all you do is not buy condoms. That's the only thing that I've seen you accomplish. And Oof. to be honest, you're very quite ignorant and your music is not words. I don't understand what I don't like future. Okay, I, I don't do like his music. Features. I would go to a concert. I don't like his music and I feel like he he doesn't Nipsey had words. He had sentences, metaphors, anomalies. Like he actually was like talking about some shit. Future, you don't say anything. You don't talk about anything. You're the definition of a mumble rapper. You fit in that category. You're a little yachty, little yachty, little oozy ass nigga. You paved the way for them. You're not a real rapper to me. So all you do is stick your dick in bitches and create babies, which is the epitome of what we don't want black men to keep doing. That's what you do. You and what I totally agree with both of things y'all said, but I, what I wanted to mention is before future, like I know a little way too, but before future, I feel like he was the number one rapper to promote lean. And I feel like after uh -huh. he like exploded on the scene, like niggas really started drinking lean like i've never heard of this like really before him so i'm like you promoted this and like according to a vice documentary that recently came on lean is like at an all-time high like so many people are addicted to it fucking rappers die from it multiple times we done heard about them uh, so it's just like what are you really doing because i don't see any good works that you're doing besides promoting drug use and the disrespect of women and he just I just felt like those comments were dumb. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They were dumb and unnecessary. Like what an yeah. arrogant asshole. No, seriously, that's all that it is is arrogancy. Like yeah. what? Sir, yeah. please never. All I have to say to future is we're good, love. Enjoy. Okay. And then another rapper who decided to make comments, but this time it was about Nipsey Hussle's wife, Lauren London. So he got on Instagram live and he made comments like, oh, I can be the best man I can be for her and I'll give her a whole year to mourn the um, rapper's death. And again, comments that were unnecessary, especially in this time. Like how insensitive can you be? Honestly, that's just niggas being niggas. They don't know no fucking better. They don't have no home training. I just, I, I question if they grew up with a mother or a grandmother. Cause it's just like, did nobody ever pop you in your fucking mouth? I know my grandma like used to pop us in the mouth for shit. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like we already discussed Kodak Black harassing young MA the other week. And with this whole situation, one thing that I noticed I'm like, why is it that everybody's coming to Nipsey's defense, but nobody's coming to Lauren's defense? She's being harassed. That's harassment. Once again, men, I know there's a fine line that y'all just cannot seem to grasp. He's her, He harassed Young M.A. Now he's harassing Lauren. But for some reason, everybody keeps saying, don't disrespect Nipsey. You know, don't say Nipsey name. What about Lauren? She's the woman in the situation. And I'm sure she feels very uncomfortable. And I hate that 
I'm 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 not trying to disregard Nipsey, but like, damn, why y'all never come to the woman's defense? Yeah, no, I agree they with don't that respect as well. women. That's really what it is. They don't respect women. They're all misogynistic. That's just really what it is. It's a, that's what it is. Point blank. They're not coming to the defense of Lauren. But what I will say is his comments do not surprise me at all. It's not, I'm not outraged. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said that. I can see him saying that. People say that shit all the time. But my thing is, why would you ever think that Lauren London would be remotely interested in you? That was my first thing. Like, I mean, you little really Wayne, her baby he's... daddy. I mean, but Lil Wayne so and Kodak. No. Which one are you fucking first? They are on the same level, my nigga. Yeah, they're exactly the yeah. same. I can't girl, even no, choose that needs who's to be worse. Another poll. I can't choose who's worse, girl. Because they are synonymous. I would much rather want to have a baby by Lil Wayne than Kodak Black. But I'm not going to say I'm outraged, but I'm more so like disgusted. Because it's just like, yeah, where do absolutely. you draw the line between niggas being niggas and then you, you just lacking total common sense? Like, this is you're, the thing. you're sexualizing Lauren London, like a grieving woman. She just lost Widow. her man. Yeah, basically, yeah, she just lost her man, the father of her children. And you think it's okay to talk like that right now? And I don't know. Like, people have brought up, brought up the argument that he didn't know he was being recorded. Regardless, the video was disseminated on his platform. So, I mean, you were in control of that. And then his response when everybody called him out, like, he basically didn't give a fuck. Like, it took him, what, a day or two to clean it on up? But the type of guy that Kodak is, again, I know this doesn't surprise any of us, but the thing is, I know we all say things that we don't want anyone to hear us say. I don't understand why people get on Girl, the we fucking be internet. On this <laughs> Girl, it's a lot of shit that I don't say, same, believe it or not. Same. It's some shit that I, I listen say, back and I would and never like, say. I didn't say that, but... Yeah, it's like, there's things I would never say and let everyone yeah. know about it. And I don't want to cut you off topic. I want to interject right there. And guess what, people? We fucking edit. So there have been things that we've said amongst each other that we decided eh, we wouldn't want everyone yeah. to, to be aired and be published for thousands of people to see. So, I mean, yeah, you have to have discretion when you fucking speak out loud yeah but i mean he's ignorant so he doesn't think about that he doesn't care he i'm just girl but the thing that irritates me is when do we draw the line about when we get offended about something yeah i agree this man has a pending sexual battery but i feel like people were offended by that as well and people were offended by the young ma harassment as well and i think people are they were but they're not not but it's not the same energy girl they're not playing his music on the radio well industry wise i agree industry wise people did not respond the way they're supposed to respond but i think like the general when it comes to a woman and like i don't want to say fans but like the general public and consumers of music we have noticed and we're like, okay, we're not fucking with you because you do, you've done X, right, Y, and but Z. I'm speaking on the, yeah, but I'm speaking more so towards the industry because yeah. that's his job. So I'm saying he's done so many things that should have jeopardized his career, but it hasn't. But because it's a man, exactly. now y'all want to, oh, we're not going to play his music. Not after he, he raped that girl. When I read that story, I read, he raped, he raped that girl. Literally pushed her on the bed, then pushed her on the floor. Um performed oral on her then penetrated her they never specified so i don't know if he 
I don't know, but she was raped. Y'all weren't outraged about that. Y'all weren't pulling his music off the radio. As they should. Doing any of that. Right. And that then when he. Him then. Right. And when he blatantly sexually harassed the young MA, nope. nobody gave a fuck. But now because he disrespected Nipsey. a man in the hip hop industry. Well, fuck that. <laughs> like, no, and then you why? You don't even have no girl, damn songs on the radio. The misogyny so is real. Like, taking shit off the radio. He don't have no music. Then you got T.I. and the game. Let's, no let's, well, let's, let's talk that. about them because I, I was let's, just about to transition yes, into but, them two motherfuckers. But one thing, okay, so one thing at a time because you got them. Nobody was this rowdy for young M.A. And that is so irritating to me. That's why I'm saying like we do need to be consistent on what are we what is OK and what's not OK, because the black community, y'all are real hypocritical and subjective to what appeals to you at that moment. And that's not right. You need to have the same energy across the board. And it's just so irritating to be a woman and to not have anybody stand up for you or stand by your side. This man is deceased and y'all are standing up for him which y'all should but i'm just saying like it's people who are living that need that same support like young ma that y'all don't even give a, or the poor young lady that was you know sexually assaulted that needs support and y'all don't even give a fuck you know what i'm saying like that just and i just really hope that people like really listen and take a step back and be like damn like that really is fucked up and then on top of that I am so tired of niggas getting on the internet. T.I., I really like T.I., and I actually really enjoy the game's music. But to me, that was tomfoolery clown shit to get on the internet and do all of that. Y'all could have figured out a way to get his phone number. And then on top of that, I hate when people entertain clown shit in general. I didn't even want to discuss Kodak because I don't like to entertain clown shit. And they should have ignored it as well. Y'all shouldn't have gave this man any fucking attention. Because that's just all he wants. Every time he gets on the internet, even with the young inmate thing, he's just saying whatever the fuck to stay relevant and keep attention. Like, we just need to start ignoring shit like that. I mean, I can agree to a certain extent um, regarding, like, us addressing the clownery. I feel like we always address clown shit on this podcast. But, oh, yeah, all the time. Um, but um, in regards to the game and T.I., I feel like both of them are big ass contradictions and as if anybody oh, will yeah. receive Girl. any wisdom from them too. Just because T.I. has a, a big vocabulary don't mean shit. We all know that he cheats on his wife right. and that's like the most sacred right. unit right. he's supposed to uphold. So nigga, anything you say, bye. And then <laughs> the game, this nigga literally uses clout. Or or tries to gain clout from or old bitches, old bitches that he fucks. Like that's what he does. So my thing is, right? You shut up because you disrespect women, and then you shut up because you disrespect women too. Right, and then yeah. the game you disrespect men and women. So. Oh, you can't disrespect a dead man, but I could disrespect a nigga that's living. You're disrespecting these men, right? Like, right? These are their wives, like uh, Kim Kardashian, uh, Stan Santana. Like, these are people's wives currently. Like, what? And there's no difference between Kodak disrespecting Nipsey and you disrespecting Joe Budden and Kanye. Right. Exactly. On their but people can't step outside these their, their misogyny. People can't step outside from their simple-mindedness. And then people are just like walking contradictions. So it is what it is. I'm not surprised that these two fools would get on IG Live and like try to start something. Which, in turn, like y'all are promoting violence almost because we all know that like hip-hop beef can result to that. And that's what Nipsey was against. So again, another contradiction.
Yeah. So, <sighs> ugh, but I mean, I'm all for the mute movement because he needs to be canceled. Okay, but I do want to say one thing. He really just is so. He just don't have no sense. Because I was honestly, I did crack up when Ti announced that he took this stuff out the trap museum, and this nigga gonna say, "Why well, <laughs> you didn't ask him to put it up there?" <laughs> No, I like no that. for real. I feel that though. Like shit, nigga. I don't give a fuck. I didn't ask you to put that. Like you didn't even ask. If you no. But you know, he's so there. ignorant because he's so stopping funny. his bag and his legacy. So by all means, no. But it was. I can't even lie. It was so funny. I saw some comment that he like responded to Ti, and he was like, "Oh, shut up!" Like Floyd Mayweather took your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like that girl he's just a just a oh i'm just like oh my god something is wrong with this man girl yeah but i still can't believe that y'all would take kodak black before lil wayne i never said that but y'all did not say I one in the same. same but i feel like you, in a but i feel like this is not a you have to choose it's like a yes or a no what i'm saying is is that if there were two doors to pick from i wouldn't be like oh my god i gotta pick little wayne's door like Whichever door I choose, they gonna be one of the fucking same. Really? Yes, they are one of the same. They're both. Oh Little Wayne is disgusting to me. He is. He. I agree. But compared to Kodak, they are both. They look both the same amount of dirty. Oof. Dick. Uh, the same amount. Girl, that hair just looks. The, and actually, the same amount of little dirty dick. Yeah, because they both. They both they of did, them. Yeah, and they both got that nasty ass hair that looks like it's never been washed. They all need a microdermabrasion and a chemical peel. They got tattoos on their face. Like, ew. They look sweaty. No, they're one of the same. Yeah. Yes. They, and they breath got, they got halitosis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gingivitis. All right. So, so on a next? lighter note, um, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, they had, you know, supported their youngest son, Zion, at Miami Beach Pride which we all know is a gay festival. And I've never known, like, his son, Zion, was, you know, he identified as gay or whatever, a part of the LBG. Girl, how did you miss it? How did you keep up with him? (laughs) Well, he's never came, he's never came out and said anything. I feel like this was the moment he was coming out in a way. Well, he never came out, but like when he gets posted on like baller babies and stuff, like yeah. when they when I've seen his kids, I I mean it was kind of like yeah, it came to it's my mind noticeable for yeah. sure. But he's never officially did. But I thought I agree. I, like the word know. is beautiful. They were all there. His brother, his mother, but I do love stepmother because that. that's father. something I've never seen from a black father or black family. A prominent athlete at that. The one that's in the public eye. Yes. So I did like that. The only thing is, and I don't even know if I can speak on this. I'm just trying to think of if I was a parent. Is he too young to be coming out? I mean, I question that too. But at the same time, I feel like in this society, people be knowing. Like, at a certain age, you just realize, like, who you are. You just know what you're attracted to. But I just don't know about... I mean, that's fine. I just don't know about, like, attending the Pride event. And d- he's just very young to me. And th- that's just, like, I wouldn't have a heterosexual child at a fucking candy sex Well, I don't think fest. that's the, same, the same thing, thing. That's, Ashton, I don't because think I don't think, thing. like, Prides promote, like, sex acts. It's more so, you know, celebrating their uniqueness as an LGBTQ member. And this group of marginalized people, we can all come together and support one another 
and everyone feels I comfortable. Guess. I don't think that is someone you can be too young because when we were growing up, if you like, okay, I, I'm attracted to these girls. Like, I think she's really pretty or however you thought your first crush was a guy. But I mean, when you're young, you just, I feel like it's a natural thing. No one grows up to know like, oh, like I was exposed to this gay stuff. So let me be gay. I don't think it's no. like that. I don't think it's young. And that's I fine. think that's I mean, perfectly fine. My, like, I just know at the pride and stuff, like people be like half dressed and like, you know, got on like little thongs and stuff like that. That's like the aspect that I think is kind of inappropriate for a child. He's a yeah, he was, but he was with yeah, his family too. So in a sense, he was probably, you know, protected. But my thing is, even at 11 years old, your parents didn't let you watch sex scenes in the movie theater. They made you close your eyes. He so wasn't watching a sex scene. He was but going I'm saying to a there were people like, festival. there was, there was people. Uh, there people, people weren't publicly having sex. But people, people you go like to the in, beach, you see women in bikinis, in like little thongs, like, no. I just, I don't know. That's, I just don't know if that is it's appropriate for an 11 but, year old. But I'll, I do like that they did take him to the pride. But I think I would have probably waited till my kid was like 14, 15, 16, what like I that. wanted to say about the whole thing is just knowing that Dwayne Wade is one of the top black athletes in the entire world. And then, you know, Gabrielle Union is an actress in her prom. Them celebrating him and encouraging him and supporting him as a black family and him being, a, you know, a young LGBTQ member. I thought that was awesome because we all know and we heard from, you know, yeah. our friends, Regis and Tyrone, that, you know, they were scared or they were shunned when they came out. So it's it's great to see that he could be comfortable and surrounded by love and support. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I agree. how would you feel to you wanted to share something with your your parents and you're afraid of how they would react? So for them to welcome him in open arms, that's perfect. I think that's, that's love. Okay. That yeah, that's love it. for sure because yeah. a lot of these parents, you hear about so many gay kids, transgender kids, they get they become homeless. They don't have a place to stay because their parents are just so evil and against it. So for him to have somebody to truly support him, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. But uh, it's a beautiful thing. It just makes me so happy. Definitely. I thought it was sweet, but um, it looks fun. Shit, I'm trying to come to Dallas Pride. I want to go. What to are the too? dates? The black version, though. What are the dates again? I forgot. I deleted three. <laughs> this I have no clue. But um, I wanted to mention because Ashley was talking about too young. One of my Facebook friends had posted this story where these parents had um changed their their child their four year old child's birth certificate. He was born or yeah. They were born a little boy and they decided to change it, you know, his birth certificate gender to female because that's what the four year old identified at. And she had prompted the question if being four years old is too young to identify your sex. Honestly, I'm not really sure. Uh, like, I don't know. The, 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 I feel like 11 is not too young because 11, you'd be exposed to more things or you you have a, a more mature mindset and you know things. Before, I don't really feel like, I can't even recall anything from when I was four. So, I, like. No, I have a little sister that's like six or seven and I couldn't imagine her doing all that right now. Like, she's done stuff like, oh, mommy, he has a crush on me. Or, yeah, we're boyfriend. Like, because she sees that shit on TV. So that's just what she sees. So what she knows, they just mimicking their parents or 
you know, when kids kiss in school when they're in kindergarten, it's because they see their parents kissing. They don't know any difference or any better. So I would say that four years old is too young. I don't even think that you can identify your colors gender. or in like spell let spell shit. How can you like that? Yeah, I think four years old is too young. I'm not a parent though. Honestly, I don't have kids. So I don't know how a four year old mm-hmm. acts. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think back to what a four year old can do. Um, yeah. They I can barely talk, so you can talk. Are you? Yeah, but they you can, can barely talk, talk at four years old. Like they can articulate. Yeah, I was gonna say you can barely. Well. You can't really hold a. You can't hold a conversation. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All, okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't really know what a four year old does or yeah. what they like. I, I mean, know. they I can, mean, they, they can, seat. they can understand, but they can't really like converse or articulate themselves completely. They're four. Yeah. So I don't even think four-year-olds are potty trained. They should Actually, be. Yes. <laughs> are you doing something wrong? You some, need to be. Some of them are not. Girl. Now I know that. Some of them are not. Girl, them, them same kids that be walking around with mm, the dirty mouth. Silver teeth. If they ain't potty trained at four. No, them, no, is the, them is the kids with the one black tooth. Girl. girl, listen. Girl. And they got the gold cap. Yes. And they tongue is always a color from some sucker. <laughs> no, from fucking all up in their mouth. No, from Kool-Aid packets. Mm-hmm. Damn, we just went, fuck them kids. <laughs> girl, don't nobody care about your baby kids. All right. But no, honestly, yeah, that's that's Yeah, extreme. it it was a complicated yeah, situation. So. Uh, I still don't know how to answer that, but so I'm yeah, not gonna jump either. on that, but I wanted to see y'all's perspective. But moving on, we have to address this really complicated and messed up case regarding Albert Wilson. And Albert Wilson was a former KU college student. And he was recently sentenced to 12 years in prison for rape, despite the notion that he did not have sex with this underage girl. So to give you some backstory, the two had met at a bar. And apparently the girl was visiting a family member who had attended KU and they were both drinking, both drunk. And they decided to leave, you know, the bar and go back to Wilson's apartment. But they did not have sex. And last week he was sentenced to 12 years in prison for rape. Another detail to the story that's very important is that they were both underage at this bar so she got in illegally and he yes he was 20 and she was 17 but they were both you know you have to be 21 to enter so they both got in illegally and they did not know each other's Mm -hmm. age they never once discussed age so all he thinking is he probably was thinking she was older than him because he knew he wasn't even supposed to be there and i was gonna say i'm pretty sure it's all too often how many times have y'all had sex with, with a man and you didn't know how old he was? Yeah, I can say. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, <laughs> What? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying there, there's been people, you know, if you, if you met somebody that same night or maybe like the next day or something and y'all had sex, I'm sure you didn't get to that part just yet. Or like not even have sex, just meet somebody and you don't know how old they, they are, are, but you're in the same that's, situation. That's something that comes a lot later. Yeah. yeah age is I just not, recently went on a date with somebody and we were talking like... 24 hours and I never knew how old he was. So, yeah, but I, this situation, I wanted to oh, just ahead, add sorry. one more blurb to this because I'm, I'm reading something and the reason why 
I'm saying and we're saying on this show that Albert did not rape this young woman is because when, you know, the DNA investigators, they tested the clothing and the body, the body, there was only kissing fluid on her chest, but there were no seminal fluid or secretions in her vagina. So that in, in turn had proved that they did not, did not have sex. So I just wanted to say that. And that's the way that his, and so the DNA evidence or the evidence from the, whoever does the, whatever the politically correct term is for the person who does the, the rape kit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if that triggers anyone. Um, that, basically coincided with what he said because he said they did go home together he, he said yeah he said they was like kissing and then like shit just fell through it didn't work out they both left next thing he know he's being arrested for rape and he's like huh how so there's th two factors here no there's three mm -hmm. or two mm -hmm. she's a white woman mm -hmm. he's a black man and they're in kansas yeah, and they were, well, he was convicted by an all-white jury in six hours. Exactly. So, I just cannot believe that this And based is on what? what? What did Absolutely this guilty nothing. verdict come based on? I honestly because don't know. Like, reading through the case, I don't know. That's, and it's like, they were both drunk, and they were both there, and they shouldn't have been, and... They were both, they didn't know each other's ages. So this, I How hope, is it right because yo ass got drunk and came to my house? I just hope that this case gets a lot of attention. Um, attention. Yes. Yeah, so somebody can, somebody Kim with some Kardashian. power, a really nice lawyer can help that young man uh -huh. because I'm pretty sure he probably had a public defender. You know, I don't know, but I'm just assuming because this is usually how it goes. And it just. It does. It is really unfortunate, and I just can't believe that this kid—he's twenty years old—is going to be in jail for twelve years well, for something that he did not do. Yeah, Kim Kardashian, where you at? We need you, sis. You know, this for our is black male thing. listeners. I was just about to say, Go girl. Ahead I don't even have to say it, Jasmine. You say it, girl. girl like, why are y'all messing with these white women? And as harsh as that sound, it's just like. Over history, we have many examples of what happens when you just take a chance with them. And then this Albert Wilson you know, took a chance with a white woman and it essentially ruined his life. And it's like, well, why are y'all not taking heed to that? Like, you know what? I'm not about to I put myself in a position where a person has so much power over me and they can lie to use that power. And then my life is over. They... Black men have entirely too many examples. Emmett Till, OJ Simpson, Michael Jackson. Oh, OJ did the it. List goes OJ did that shit. Okay. <laughs> a white woman. He wouldn't have been in that situation. But a white woman ruined his life. Is that, that football player at Mizzou, apparently, when that story broke? Like, like come on. Y'all have all these examples. I don't understand why y'all continue to dibble and dabble with the snow bunnies. They don't suck dick that good. I promise you. It's but not suck dick it. on the first night. Listen, do, if I was not, so attracted if that first to, night, I was going to say, if I was ahead. so attracted to a white man and then I just knew like, oh, this white man could say a lie. And then because he's white, everybody would believe him and you know, life is over as I know it. Like, I would never put myself in that position. I just don't think that's smart at this point. Like, it's 2019. Know better and do better. Yeah.
Well, I mean, facts. And that picture, like his face was like, fuck. Damn. And it just, that picture was kind of, it kind of like stung my heart. But at the same breath, I couldn't help but think like, damn, when are y'all going to learn? It'll be another one next year, unfortunately. Girl, okay. (laughs) Wow, that's really sad. No, it is sad. And it sounds like harsh to say. I know people probably are going to listen like, oh, my God, these bitches always talking shit about white people. (laughs) But But honestly, truly. It's the truth. (laughs) It is the truth. And there's no other way to say it. Yeah. Got to keep it real. That's what we do on Loose Lips. Okay. Y'all black men better start dating women that look like your mother, unless your mother's white, then go be my guest. But for those who moms are not white, <laughs> stick to what you know. Girl. All right. So, so any closing thoughts on this? To, yeah, I'm just tired of informing y'all dumbasses. Like, get a fucking clue. We shouldn't have to keep telling y'all this shit. So I'm done talking about it. I'm tired of get tired of giving y'all tips and tricks on how to fucking be smart human beings. I'm tired of that shit. You don't have to tell an Indian man more than once. <laughs> what? You don't have you ever met an Indian man? Yeah. You don't have to tell them nothing more than once. A black man, you have to keep telling this nigga the same shit over and over and over. <laughs> no, I've never realized that, so maybe you're right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. See? Stay so safe I out there. That's all I can say. No, and let me say one more thing. I'm sorry. But I just don't think it's smart for men to even engage in any sexual act under the influence. Like, don't do it. Even if the woman is under the influence, just don't do it. Like, just have a clear and sober mind like so everybody can know that's what's hard, up. hard, though. Cause when, but when you get drunk and high, you be trying to fuck. So that's hard. Like, you but if this like, is no, so random, me- you met at the bar three hours before. Like, you gotta just think clearly. Like, you know what? This is probably not a good idea because this situation can go left. Inebriated. I mean, I've been inebriated. <laughs> you know what? Let me shut up because I have bitch. <laughs> Girl, like, okay, bitch. No, no, because it been some times where we done went out, got drunk, like, and then woke up like, damn, I should never did that. But I don't ever be like. I'm going to the yeah, let me go to the <laughs> but I'm just like, I you know I people to do should that just shit. I don't know I don't know I've just never well, I never regretted something that much because, to where I would do that because, I'm not trying to victim shame but bitches be because what happens is these white women um they somehow their parents find out they took black dick yes, and they have to be parents. like it literally be I'm telling you her parents it probably found out people. somehow because she was there visiting family and she probably was ashamed. And then mm-hmm. she was like, oh, shit, I have to say he raped me. That's normally, that's what happened on uh, Daddy's Little Girls. Daddy's Little Girls. Yeah, Coach with, Carter. Um, they have it on Daddy's Little Girls with um, Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union. That Tyler yeah. Perry movie. Just, how afraid do you have to be of your parents to be upset that she had sex with somebody of the the uh, a different race that you would literally lie well if you grew up and your parents are telling you like stay away from them niggers <laughs> and you can't help but explore some black cock and then they find out then you're probably gonna be ashamed and tempted to lie i guess i don't have no shame then it's it's just it's yep. disgusting and i just feel like women like her or just women who consistently or just lie in general about their sexual assaults 
they make it harder for women who actually experience sexual assault. And they don't want to talk about it because, you know, there's so many dominoes that fall and they're uncomfortable. Is Very it pretty true. sad that I, like, when the white... And then I was going to say, too, let a black woman say that she was raped. Y'all can't, y'all can't, oh, fig- girl, the police department care. can't figure shit out. We don't any, we don't ever get any justice Not at all. for the trauma that we suffer, but let a white woman, white women cannot even be penetrated and it is rape and they get 12 years. We never get that type of justification. And it's just really, you know, it's really sad. Our abusers never get any of that. Nobody ever believes us. Nobody's ever looking out for us. And it just sucks. It really just sucks. But. Yeah. And y'all know about that white guy from one of them colleges, Brock Turner, recently. He was found guilty raping some woman. And the yes. judge decided not to give him a harsh sentence because he didn't want to ruin his life. Yep. I remember that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the law is really in favor of whites. And the law is going to punish blacks to the full extent. So it's just important to set out. Yeah, it's important to move smart and smarter. And y'all gotta stay away from white women. I'm just saying y'all have to. I agree. We need to make that a a PSA. (laughs) Public service (laughs) fucking announcement. You know you're supposed to say no to drugs, say no to white women. We forgot on the shirt. Oh my gosh. We're uh we have to put that on uh what is it called? Trademark that shit. Yeah. Say no to white women. Girl. That could be the episode. No. Girl, no. (laughs) No. Hell no. Talk about getting flagged, bitch. The FBI. We're going to get terrorist threat charges. Listen. But, um. Nobody's coming to my job. Let's go ahead and wrap up the tittle tattle and get into the discussion with our favorite cousin. Yes. Yes. Okay, so okay. we have our favorite cousin. <laughs> so happy to have you. We're thankful that you're here talking with us and, you know, going to enlighten us through our discussion and enlighten some of our listeners on the emphasis of astrology, zodiac signs, and just the spirituality around all of it. So, yeah. And I heard. Okay. I heard you didn't want us to Oprah. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to Oprah these girl. Yeah. Okay, you know, Oprah throws people under the bus. Girl. So don't throw me under the bus. Listen, we're going to be talking about that in this episode, too, but that's for later, Tate. <laughs> girl, you was going to get but, on this um, podcast and get a whole new set of questions. Like, okay. <laughs> right. That's what Oprah uh-huh. do. She just throw the questions to the side that she send you, okay? She throw all them to the side and come up with a new set when you get there. You be like, dang, Oprah, I wasn't ready for that. Okay. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Okay, well, to ease into this discussion, um, I guess we can start off by you telling us, like, what prompted you into becoming a tarot card reader and essentially helping, like, thousands of people on your YouTube channel, all your subscribers. I mean, people really look to you for answers on some sort of things, you know? And, like, right. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. You go ahead. I was just going to um, elaborate more, like, uh, you giving us a reason behind why you chose to explore astrology and like the many re- the uh, the many meanings behind okay. it. Um, so I got into astrology basically because I got heartbroken. Okay, which a lot of light workers and tarot readers that are on YouTube they go through something like that. You know, 
heartbreaking experience and then turn to tarot and then they start to read. So that's the same thing that happened to me. Um, I let go of a, a twin flame soulmate relationship Ooh. and mm-hmm. yes, it kind of dragged me through the mud. So um, I was watching other readers and I didn't know that, you know, spirit was pretty much preparing me to start doing the same thing. So, you know, with me watching so many videos, I probably watched hundreds and thousands of videos <laughs> over, you know, maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Because you get so wrapped up in it that you arrive video after video after video. And so, you know, by the time I got ready to get my deck of cards and start my channel, I already knew what all the cards meant. So I just started. I just went on here with it. I mean, I can definitely relate to that because I feel like I'm going through a, a twin flame disconnect. And that was the reason <laughs> I started watching your videos. <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a tough one that is tough i wanted to like move on to talk about mercury and retrograde because i feel like many people have explained it to me but i can never grasp the concept um okay so mercury retrograde um is basically an illusion is what it is um scientists say that it's not really the planet mercury going backwards around the planet earth Mm-hmm. But we believe that it is because of the speed that Earth and Mercury are traveling at the same time. So, you know, this is a time where you're not supposed to make any big decisions or take no ex-boyfriends back or, you know, your computer start crashing and doing all this crazy stuff. <laughs> but, you know, I just see that those things happen anyway. But it's like right. when the Mercury retrograde happens, it's like everybody pays attention to it. Like, oh, my God, my life is falling apart. But, um, yeah, they say that it's an illusion. But I can say, honestly, especially since I've been doing tarot, that some things, you know, are true about that. Like, you know, you can tell that there are going to be some people coming back. And sure enough, they'll come right back around Mercury retrograde. You can see it. So, you know, they say it's an illusion. But, yeah, that's I basically mean- when... Mercury goes backwards around Earth. Are we still in Mercury and retrograde? I don't know. I don't even keep up with that. Jupiter currently. (laughs) Is it? So Jupiter just went into uh, retrograde, yeah. See, and that's what they say. The planets go backwards. For months, I believe. Yeah, but I can feel the energy when there's a retrograde. But how often is that that in my soul? I don't know. I have no idea because I don't keep up with that part of astrology. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm not. I'm not the deep one to keep mm-hmm. up with that type of stuff. Now I do keep up with moon cycles. I can feel when the moon shifts. I can feel the changes in the moon cycle more mm-hmm. than the planets, personally. And what does that mean? Uh, when cycles. the moon changes, you have the new moon. You have the full moon. It's just basically different phases. So there are eight phases in the moon cycles, and I can just feel when they shift. A lot of females will feel that because um, basically they say the moon is the feminine energy and the sun is more the masculine energy. So mm-hmm. you become, you know, spiritually connected. You start to feel that shift. Yeah, I can understand that. Cassie, I know you do like a lot of research on this too. Do you be feeling things? I mean, like, do you feel it in, like, your lady parts or? <laughs> no. You, uh-huh. know, you just know when your energy is off or, you know, you're feeling a different type of way when there is an energy shift. And to me, like, especially with the moon phases, when there's a new moon, for me, it just feels like, okay, this is kind of a reset of just in me, myself in yeah. general. So anything prior to that, I'm just letting it go. It's whatever. This is a new, it's like the, it, it's like it the new is. year. 
when there's a new moon that comes, it's just like a, a new beginning. Like, okay, this is, let's just start yeah. fresh. Everything is whatever was back then that happened two, three months ago. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. This is a fresh start. It's a new moon. Mm-hmm. It's a new phase. And to embrace it. So that's how I can feel it. And that's how I like yeah. to, you know. Me too. And I, I said a lot of it. You can set intention. So if it's something that you want to do, you know, you can do that with the energy of the new moon. It'll help you. So, you know, spiritual baths and cleansing and just starting all over and whatever it is that I'm trying to manifest or work on at that moment, I'll just plant those intentions around a new moon and then I'll just, you know, wait for that harvest around full moon. So, yeah. How long is a, a cycle? Like, how often do these moon cycles change? Okay, now here we go. I told you <laughs> I was a damn solid. I'm trying to. No, I don't like, know. What do you look for? Do you look at the sky, like the actual I, moon, or? I, Oh, okay, this is the 2019 version to keep it up with the moon. You know, okay. Back in the day, they knew, they could feel it. They said, "Okay, I feel it." But now <laughs> I have an app on my phone. It's like, okay, all right, it's new moon. You know, and with me being connected with you know light workers and stuff like that, they'll let you know. They're like, "Oh, it's new moon tomorrow." So you did. I'm like, okay, all right, let me get on my stuff. You know, because right. really, I'll tell you the truth, I didn't choose this path. I did not know anything about this. I'm learning everything that I know. So when people are like, Candice, girl, how you know that? I'll be like, girl, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out too. But, you know, it just works. I'm learning that we are all connected to the universe. And that's something that we just don't pay attention to day to day. When you're Mm -hmm. just living your life and you're busy working, taking care of kids, going to school, you know, you're not worried about the actual real world. You don't really think about that you know you just expect for things to be the way that they're supposed to be but once you start to wake up you know like they say wake up I hate saying that because you know everybody woke. all woke <laughs> everybody extra woke now but um you know okay, once you start to you know get on your own spiritual path to you know growing yourself then you will start to connect with you know the universe and you'll be looking at the trees like oh my god look at that green tree it's so pretty you know yeah. you walk past that same tree every day and you never thought about it you know so start connected to the universe and it's so cool once you get to know who you are you know how your chart works and you know what makes you who you are so yeah, but you know, I'm still learning too. I told y'all I was not no astrologer, so don't offer me. You tried it. <laughs> you tried. But, uh, I know, girl Jasmine thinks you were encyclopedia. Girl, I'm trying to get the answers, girl. But um, I wanted to bring it back to spiritual baths because you just mentioned that. How would one like go about having a spiritual bath? So um, if there's no right or wrong mm-hmm. way to do it, but um. You just basically, if you don't have much, you know, ingredients, like everybody likes to get real fancy, but, you know, our ancestors didn't use a lot of fancy stuff. They just used what they had in their home. So, like, if you have Mm -hmm. sea salt at home or Epsom salt, you know, you can do it with that. You know, you just basically, when you put whatever ingredients you put into your water, you're going to use your intentions. You do everything with intention. So, if you want to release something, you know, you'll just basically, you'll state what it is that you want to release, what you want to do, why into your water. It's like you're baptizing yourself, like you're just starting over again and I normally light one candle on each side of the tub okay so it's like you know Mm -hmm. you just kind of 
walking into, you know, room of light. And then when you step out of the bathtub, you're leaving all of that behind in that water. You're just leaving it all behind. And, you know, you're just going about your business. I use, um, I use Epsom salt a lot. I use sea salt. I use Florida water. You can use rose water, you know, things like that. Okay. There's all kinds of videos so, on YouTube about that. Yeah. It's like a, a state of mind with a practice associated with it. Yes, but you want to take your shower before you take your yes. spiritual bath. That's the only difference. So when you get into your spiritual water, you want to be clean already. You want to be yes. clean. Tassie, have you done one before? I've never done a spiritual bath. Um, I do have some stuff on my Pinterest mm -hmm. board about it. Because um, once I get back in my Zen state of mind, I'm a yeah. You will feel so <laughs> much better. I'm telling you, girl, to take you through the roof. But you'll do it around new moon. So you'll have, um, I think it's three days before, three days after the new moon, where you can just go ahead and take your spiritual bath. I always wrap my hair up in something white so I can feel like you know, <laughs> girl, feeling it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Something white, and then I'll put on like something loose and white when I get out. So, wow. how long? Uh, how long should you be in the bath? Just until for? you feel like you need to get out, and it's not like you're dirty. But I'll sit there and I'll meditate for a while, you know, thinking about you know things that I need to let go of. Just allowing you know spirit to you know kind of change my mindset about certain things, and then when I get out, then I'm ready mm -hmm. to just let that go. So, you know, you know. You know, yeah, it's it's good. It's cool. You try it. I definitely wouldn't mind trying it. I mean, could you like add like some sort of um milk to it? Why you want Because I saw I it on Pinterest. I thought it was cute. You know them like milk baths they be having with like flowers and stuff. In. Yeah, girl, they were cute, pictures. but they be having them on Pinterest just for like yourself. I'm about to send you a picture. Okay. okay. <laughs> So, um, do you believe that a person's zodiac sign dictates their personality or can influence their destiny in any kind of way? Um, I do. Actually, I do. But I don't think that it's one zodiac sign. Like, you know, a lot of people believe that they are just one sign. Mm -hmm. When you um, kind of get into astrology, you know, I know a little something. But um, <laughs> you have an actual birth chart. Everyone has a birth chart. You actually can get a free birth chart if you go to um, cafeastrology.com. And all you need you to know. You hear that, is, Ashley? <laughs> that was the website I was thinking of. Yep. You have to know what year you were born, um, where you were born, what time. And it'll break down your chart. It'll tell you everything you need to know about who you are. And you can have an astrologer actually, you know, go into more detail about, you know, why you are the way you are, your purpose and things like that. But your sun, moon and rising, you should always know those first three signs, sun, moon, rising. If you're watching tarot for love, you should know what your Venus sign is. Mm -hmm. How do you, um, well, what, are you willing to share yours? Oh, yeah. Um. Well, my, I could give you my sun, my moon and rising. So okay. my sun sign is, I'm a Capricorn. My birthday is December 30th, but my moon sign is a Leo and your moon with your feelings, emotions, you know, we kind of talked about that, like, you know, feminine energy, how you interpret your feelings. So my moon sign is in Leo and my um, rising sign is in Aries. So I got double fire. So that's the reason why when you see me, you're like, oh, my God, Candace. Girl, girl. that explains it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, mean? I didn't 
I didn't realize you were a Capricorn, but I always thought that you were a possible Leo. Like my mom's yeah. a Leo. Oh my goodness. I love Leo. I love Leo women. Okay. Them is my bestest friends. But um I'm a Capricorn. So um I spent a lot of myself working most people don't know that they like Candace she's a party animal you know maybe back in my younger days maybe but now <laughs> I spend a lot of time by myself working and my kids think I'm boring but you know I ain't boring you know I'll be out here hip and stuff but girl you know, we can tell you're not boring <laughs> no, 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 I'm not boring at all I turned up but you know for the most part I have to spend that time in solitude and I didn't know that I was going through, you know, that spiritual solitude over the years because, you know, I just felt like I needed to be true to myself. So when relationships didn't work, I let them go. When friendships didn't work, I let them go. It was like, you know what? I'm going to have to be okay with being by myself. My moon sign is a Taurus and my rising sign is a Libra, which is actually really weird. I don't like Libras. Oh, you don't? No, girl. Well, you act like a Libra because your moon is in Libra. <laughs> <laughs> so when you going oh, yo, you go so first. <laughs> That's you said what, Tati? Hmm. Say that again. Oh no, yeah, I do not like Libra. So for that to be my rising sign is very interesting. But why don't you like Libras? They're just very needy, and they say Pisces are sensitive, but not sensitive on us scale of what a Libra is and they're just very they're the scales they're just very teeter-tottery like yeah <laughs> I just and my mom's a Libra and we bump heads a lot yeah so <laughs> I'm just like mm -mm. and like I don't like no Libras because my mama None. but you know that's how we that's kind of girl and she the exception right <laughs> right <laughs> <a burly. laughs> but um you know I used to be like that too until I kind of learned that everybody has everything in their chart so you can meet two Libras and one will be totally different from the other one. Like me and my sister are both Capricorns, but she's nothing like me. She's so boring. Okay. And I don't care if she's listening. She's boring. <laughs> Girl, I mean, you're quiet type. You know, she doesn't like to go out. She's always like, Candace, you're so loud. Why don't you be quiet? I'm like, no, let's turn up. So I had to pull her out of her shell, but she's a Capricorn too. But her birthday is in January. She's a January Capricorn. So. See, that's so weird because me and my best friend, we're both Tauruses and we act separate. Like, we don't act the same. We think exactly the same. Like, say the exact same things. But as far as, like, our uh -huh. behavior, she's so much chill than I am. And I'm more, you mm -hmm. know, outgoing. So it's weird how that yeah. But do you think, cave? but, like, I wonder if, because you can be the same sign and kind of have, like, the same, like, characteristics, like you said, about how y'all think the same. But yeah. maybe, like, the differences in behavior might just come become, like, come from upbringing or, mm -hmm. you know, just, yeah. like, how you grew up and stuff like that. Those could be, like, those Yeah, differences. I can That's agree true. with that. Because she is the only child. So, mm -hmm. that makes sense. I have yeah. an older sister and lots of cousins. And her family's a little scattered out throughout the United States. So... Yeah, that makes right. sense. Yeah. Right. She's probably more used to like a calm, like quiet, not to say that your household's not calm and quiet, but you know, mm -hmm. she probably just used to more of a chill vibe because she doesn't have like the same family dynamics that you have where you probably had a sister that you, you know, siblings fight and argue. 
she was the only child. And then you have like a lot of cousins and stuff. So y'all was probably running around the house as youngins, like rambunctious and stuff. Mm-hmm. She never got that. So that could be like why the behaviors are different, just different. True. Upbringings yeah, like I can that. agree with that. But she would turn up too. <laughs> right, right. Because you will still have those same characteristics. Like you still will have a lot in right. common. That's why if I do um, an Earth sign video, it will appeal to Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Because mm-hmm. we're all connected. Mm-hmm. Earth that time. Earth Sun oh. video. That last one was my life. <laughs> Look. <laughs> you should have sent me an email like that. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote on one of your so, comments. You responded. I, so, that last video, I heard a lot about it. Everybody was telling me about it. That Taurus video. <laughs> so I have a question. I've always heard and I feel like I can attest to this over the years. I feel like it's true. Mm -hmm. When people say like when Gemini's meet, they either like each other and click right away or they just don't fuck with each other. Right. Can you attest to that? Because I feel like that's true. Like I have some Gemini's like, oh, girl, you're a Gemini. I'm a Gemini, too. I get you. And then I have some Gemini's where I'm like. Nope, it's kind of either like either it's either or it's no gray area with us, right? Because Gemini's are bipolar, that's why. No, I'm okay, oh I, was gonna, I, didn't, I didn't think the expert would say something like that. I'm so tired of that. It's, it's true, though. It's true. I don't know like, who you're gonna get. I, I, like, I feel like Gemini's are the most hated sign. Like, I feel like Kanye, like. Oh. Look, but you know what? If you have to realize when you're dealing with a Gemini, you're dealing with two different people. That's just listen. People have to understand that. Just like, you know, there's things about Capricorns and, you know, Libras that you just have to understand. This is how they are. So you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think every like zodiac sign has its flaws. Like yeah, I think everybody clowns every zodiac sign oh, or something. Yeah. Everybody does. Everybody does. Capricorn, I think, but that's because I'm a Capricorn. So you, I mean, worry, I, I definitely think Pisces. Yeah, everybody thinks that though. I don't know what people say bad about Tauruses. I mean, y'all can let Capricorn, me know. I mean, are <laughs> stubborn. Okay, I'm gonna tell you straight uh, up. Taurus yeah. people are very stubborn. They are very stuck. They are fixed mind. You cannot convince a Taurus anything. Okay, they just yeah, I can agree with they're that. They're hard, very stubborn, bull headed, very, and that can be annoying especially if you're trying to help them but they know everything so we do help. we're rarely wrong like 99 right so it's hard to get through when you like know what's going on already so i, yeah, can, I can agree with bullheaded and stubborn <laughs> you know every day go thing so yeah <laughs> Yeah, gotta deal with that. People gotta deal with you being the person that they just can't tell you nothing. You just you know the way to go. Like if you're driving in a car and you want to go this way, and somebody else say, "Well, you know what? I know it's a different way. We should go that way." You like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, 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 because it's way faster. <laughs> I tried it last time. It took me two minutes, and if we go that way, it's gonna be five. Look, you know everything. Okay, okay. So we done clown the Gemini's and the Tauruses. Now we gotta get on the Pisces. What about the Pisces? What's bad with them? Listen, I dated a Pisces once. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> I, I cannot. Like, I just cannot. I Pisces men especially are just way too emotional for me. I'm not attracted to an emotional 
male. I agree. I don't like when men discuss their feelings. I don't really think you should have very many of them. Y'all are the definition of toxic masculinity in okay. a woman's body. And Girl, I feel like cancer men are like that too. Yeah, I, I don't love I don't, cancer. I don't men. like cancer men either. I don't. I, I love cancer men. Those are my most compatible. And then um, Taurus is two, and then it's um, Scorpios. You know, I'm really surprised that you're compatible with Taurus men. Because other Taurus men, I know, I feel like you would fucking hate them. Girl, probably. But yeah, that's that's one of my most compatible signs. But but you probably uh, would need like a man a to tell you what and, to do. Yeah, my ex is a uh, is a Taurus, and besides the personal things that we had, I mean, we were pretty we clicked. Yeah, girl, he had to put his foot down a few times. Emotional. So I'm compatible with Aries, which I've dated a few Aries men. I'm compatible with Aries, Leos, Libras, and Aquariuses, but I've never in my life even met or dated a Leo or a Libra or an Aquarius. I don't even have those type of people in my life. Oh my god! So maybe we need to get some Leo men, honey. I do not. I really enjoy them. Like Leo men. In August, they're like men, men. Like they, phew, I just love it. I just love Leo. I think I might. I think I might need a Leo in my life. I talked to two Leos and both of them, you. Because you like Pisces <laughs> men, you are appreciative. But Leo of the men are men. mean. They are fucking mean. I would say I that. I need to you a trial to Libra, Leo. I said a Libra. <laughs> you made up your own sign. Oh, Libra. I never. Where is Libra? Um, that is October, October, November, late September, early and then Aquarius October, is yeah. like January, right? Yep, January, uh-huh. February. Yeah, it says I'm least Aquarius is a with cheaters. And they are cheaters. And I knew it. <laughs> I literally knew it. It literally says least compatible signs with Gemini are the Virgo and Pisces, and I, I knew it. I could just. My it. most compatible is to Virgo, and every Virgo I've met, like I absolutely love them. I do not really enjoy Virgos. They are mm-mm. arrogant. Their yes, like personalities it. are just too strong for me. And their opinions are too. I feel like I have a strong opinion, but theirs is just like rude. Ah, you know what? I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I started eating carrots and hummus. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. We was on the break. We had an interlude. I tried to get one in. <laughs> Uh, he said, "Carrots take way too girl. long to chew to try to eat quickly." Girl, I'm trying to hurt you. Don't choke, because carrots be making me my throat get thick. Uh, okay, we got it. We got it. So, okay, I'm done. So, as we discuss, uh, like horoscopes and zodiac signs, how do you respond to people who like don't believe in it or think that you know, oh, it's just naysay or evil or demonic? Yeah. Would have yeah, specifically with tarot cards too, because you know people be like, I don't play with that. Yeah. I don't play with those tarot right. cards, things like that. Because me personally, like I've I've grew up as a Christian. I'm still a Christian, and I do feel some type of way when it comes to like visiting a psychic. <clears throat> I did initially feel some type of way about tarot cards, literally until I watched your videos. And I was like, oh, there's something is going on here. <laughs> so me That's and my everybody sister. <laughs> Me and my best friend, we've been talking about it and we've been like trying to learn new things and my perception has changed. So 
Yeah, I'm gonna let you talk about it. But That's good. I just wanted to add that two cents. So yeah. I'm glad your perception did change, Jasmine, because when we did go into the, the shop that we went to when I visited Kansas City, I was kind of nervous. <laughs> I bought me my first set of tarot cards because, again, I'm very interested in astrology, tarot cards, spirit, um, you know, spirits and all of that. I'm very interested. And I was just like, okay, I don't know what she's thinking. No, literally, Tati, I was kind of nervous walking in that store. Like, I was just looking around like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what the devil? <laughs> no, seriously, they they was something like this bitch is Satan. Right. Well, no. no, I don't think so. Um, so I'm I was born Christian too. Okay, I was given the Christianity faith. I didn't really choose it. Okay, my mama mm-hmm. was type that you gonna go to church. Okay, a lot of black people exactly. <laughs> yes. So, you know, and, you know, we have to understand, especially as black people, that that's the religion that was given to us. And mm-hmm. I don't want to get all deep, but, you know, if, if you are not able to read or write, but the only thing you can read is the Bible, then you think they're going to give you the answers and the keys to everything you need to know in that book. Right. I, you know, right. But I think now the ancestors are waking a lot of us up and saying, hey, yes, you are naturally connected to the earth. OK, you come from people who built pyramids with no damn cranes. OK, you come from that. So you connected with the earth in a way that's very different from other people and we have to embrace that but I think that it was made to be evil to know that occult knowledge that type of knowledge because of the influence that it has on you know building cultures you know you have to understand that we build you know not just America we build America but we also you know build a lot in Africa and did a lot of amazing things with the Sphinx girl have you seen the Sphinx I said, who's there? Yeah, but I've seen pictures. I seen it, girl, <laughs> with my own eyes. I went there. But, um, no, I'm just playing. But, so, yeah, you know, I just think that, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, it's evil to keep you away from that hidden knowledge of who you are and how you are connected to the earth and how you can change your life and you can help other people change their lives, too. Do you have any perspective or, like, any, I don't know, guess as to why certain races let's just say that i don't want to be too frank <laughs> have like demonized like when blacks or africans back in the day and even now like practice certain uh religions that are like outside of christianity and like catholicism and well, like they demonize it on the media like in mm-hmm. movies and tv shows oh yeah yeah because um that is Again, it ties back to what I was saying as far as, you know, us being connected to the spiritual realm in the way that we are, you know, and and to have that knowledge of self, God forbid, because we probably would take over the whole entire world, seriously. You You know, know, I've actually sat back and thought the same thing. Like, what is being hidden from, like, us, Mm -hmm. like... Because we all know, like, they destroy monuments and, and different readings and just yeah. different um, memories that we created so that we couldn't know these things. So. Right, right. And, you know, when you see Cleopatra, she don't look nothing like us, but she was over in Africa. I said, hold on, Cleopatra now. Girl, trying to cast Scarlett Johansson. Right, you better stop, stop it, Cleopatra. But, you know... <laughs> You know, our ancestors, they really were into this knowledge. And really, a lot of our ancestors would help, you know, a lot of uh, wealthy white people with the occult knowledge that we had. So they would help with, you know, healing people and helping Mm -hmm. people find their livestock with a deck of cards. 
seriously. They would help them figure out information because they knew how to tap in to that spirituality the way that, you know, they did. And it's like now, if we even think about it, like hoodoo is an it's African American that's our religion. It is our religion. But if you tell somebody that, even a black person, if you tell them about hoodoo, they're gonna cash you out, okay? They're going to throw all kind of water on you. But when you research it and you figure out that that is a religion that our ancestors left to us, it it definitely has Christianity mixed in it because Christianity is a deep part of, you know, the African-American culture. So we can't take that away. Well, what exactly is hoodoo? Because when I first heard about it, it was on this movie called The Skeleton Key. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. and it, you know, it was, it's a scary movie. Is it? <laughs> so, yes, yeah, it's scary. scary. <laughs> Girl, Skeleton's key is scary as hell to me. Like, oh my goodness. Well, you know what? Once you wake up spiritually, look, wake up. Not the plant. I'm the plant. <laughs> but, you know, you won't be so scared. Because when I was a Christian, I was scared of everything. I was scared of skulls. I was scared of men down the street. I was scared of everything. Black cats. Black like, cats. you afraid of black cats. Yes. Girl, I, I love scared. black cats. <laughs> well, a lot of black people don't like cats at all. <laughs> they don't like them at all. They want to kick them and they don't like them. But, you know, yeah, I'm good. one of those people. I don't like cats. <laughs> oh, I ain't too fond of them, but I'm not as scared of them as I used to be. But I used oh, to be girl, terrified. <laughs> so, yes, you know, hoodoo is basically, it's it's folk magic. And folk magic is black people. That's the folk, okay? The kin folk. But mm-hmm. it's a spirituality. It's a practice that basically it was, you know, from West African traditions and belief, but it's mixed in, you know, with, you know, Christianity and new world, you know, African ways of, um, of, um, belief. So it's like, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it without sounding weak magic. It's just basically, you know, it, it was, um, basically brought over during slavery and it was something that, you know, slaves used to do in secret. You know, they used to do this, uh, hoodoo practices, but it was the same thing that I'm doing now, working with crystals, candles, magic, light work, you know, working with the moon, making mojo bags and, you know, doing type of, you know, spells, money spells, things like that. So, um, yeah, it, it is kind of, it is kind of witchy when you think about it, but I don't think being a witch is a bad thing. Being a witch I is not so either. I agree 100%. It's not bad. But like in the skeleton key, they were like hurting people. Well, <laughs> okay, well, you can. I'm not going to say that you can't because in any practice, you can use it for bad. So even if I'm a pastor and I'm, you know, a Baptist pastor, I can use that and I can hurt people. I can use people and take their money. You hear about all the mm. stuff that goes on, hurting little right. kids and stuff like that. But it just, it depends on the person's morals. You know, mm-hmm. what are you doing with it? Because honestly, I believe that if you take this, you know, folk magic and, you know, who do, you know, what we do, if you take this and you do something evil or wrong with it, somebody has to pay back that karma, okay? And I don't mm-hmm. want it coming back on me. So I use it in a sense of, you know, I uplift myself first and then I uplift my family and then, you know, my ancestors and then I help other people outside of myself so that they can, you know, help themselves and save their self. So <clears throat> I could use it for evil though. You can, you can really set intentions and do evil on anybody if you want to. 
very well, true. That, this is a good conversation because this like brings us into our next question that we wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever pulled cars or, or done a reading for someone and it came out dangerous as if you had to like a war you know, <laughs> or something? Like, oh, girl, in two weeks you're going to die. <laughs> right, right. That's so <laughs> extreme. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, they used to Don't do that, me. but yeah. right. I wouldn't feel comfortable with telling somebody that um, I haven't ever had to do that because most of the time people come to me, they be like, "Kid, girl, tell me, is he cheating? Tell me, is he coming back, girl? They don't care if they go die. They don't even, they don't ask questions like that. The most mm-hmm. people ask about is, you know, maybe about career, you know, things like that, you know, what's going on in their life as far as, you know, they want to know which direction should they go in, what the spirit needs to tell them, you know, stuff like that. But no, I have never had to tell anybody anything um, dangerous was going to happen because most of them, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to know that. Yeah, I have been, um, I haven't had to tell anybody anything like that. Um, For the most part, when you practice, when you, you know, when you do this type of work, you don't really have to worry about, you know, things like that happening to you or, you know, you, I don't know. It's it's really not an evil thing. And you don't have to really cast spells on people because one thing I learned too about doing this work, when you get connected to spirit, if anybody mess with you, okay, they're going to have a problem, okay, a whole problem. So you don't really have to do the spells and the evil things, you know, even though you can, because I do know some you know, witches out there that do that, they about their life. But, you know, if you definitely are connected to your higher self and your spirit guides, they definitely will protect you. So, yes. Tati, do you feel that way? Because I know, like, you study this and you're getting closer in your journey. Um, I especially agree with, you know, I think it's all about your morals and how you, just you as a person. Because, again, you can cast evil upon anybody, no matter what your beliefs are. Yeah. So, I mean, other than that, that yeah, I agree with everything. Those are mm-hmm. my exact thoughts. Yeah. But then, and, like, and, um, alongside the, like, pulling the tarot cards, I feel like when you're coming to it for a reading or you want this spiritual guidance, you're hoping for things positive. And I'm a firm believer in, you know, what you think is what you put out. So I feel mm-hmm. like when you're going into a situation, you want to think positive. So I feel like the cards will always work in your favor when you come into that positively. So Right. Because it will pick up on your energy. That's what it's picking up on. But, um, you know, there are things that I have to tell people that they may not like, you know, they may not like about themselves. That mm-hmm. is, you know, kind of hard to break it down to people that, hey, you know, your attitude, you need to change your attitude, you know, you need to, you know, stop being so pessimistic about your life and, you know, different things like that. But that's the hardest thing that I have to tell people is one, he don't like you like that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> my read that you're going to give me one of these days, <laughs> that's the question, girl. <laughs> and I will tell you the truth. Okay. Girl, so now I'm going to be in a damn depression. Thanks a lot, Candace. Can somebody? No, no, no. You, one thing I can guarantee you is that you will always feel okay when you leave my read. When you mm-hmm. get a reading from me, it's just like talking to your best friend, honestly. Because even if I have to tell you that, my guys will always give me information for you to help you move past that and to help you explain why you had to go through that. 
so I can explain to you why yeah, they everybody feel. says thank you after reading, even if it's not something that they want to hear. You know, I always will help them to see, you know, where they are right now and where they want to go. So, you know, that's the purpose of yeah. Carol readings, I think. You know, a lot of people, they just want to be nosy, you know, and spy on somebody else, which you can do that too. But, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, you definitely want to use a reading and you want to take advantage of that time with spirit so that you can figure out, okay, why am I here? You know, what am I going through now? And how do I get to the place where I want to be? You know, my fullest potential. How do I get there? So. You know, relationships, they just kind of come and go. I don't believe that we should have attachments, but it's hard not to be attached to a person. You know, but, you know, you got to let them go sometimes. So, Candace, can can, can people get a reading, like, over the phone or do they have to? Yeah. Nope, nope. I do readings over the phone. I do them over um, Facebook, Messenger, live readings. And really? then, and you can get an accurate reading over Messenger. Yeah, you can definitely get an accurate reading, and people are always surprised. But you know, I think that the cards and the energy it just picks up. Like you can't just block an energy out with a wall or a house or with distance. You know, that's not how yeah. it works. Like I can definitely connect, and I can actually most of the time I do pre-recorded readings where the person's not even there. I just send them their video link. And they're like, Candace, girl, you hear everything on the nail. I was like, what? Girl, that's bad. I feel like the non-believers, that would give them another reason to say, like, oh, it's a scam. How can she give me an accurate reading? She don't even see my face or touch me. Some people feel like they need, like, physical touch to get that energy or something. They're like, how can you read me through the internet? Well, they don't, they don't really understand how spirituality works. You know, it's a force, it's energy. It's it's not something that you can touch or put your hands on, but, um, they would just have to get a reading because honestly, I felt the same way. I thought, you know, tarot readings were, you know, evil. And I only think I thought about tarot was what I used to do when I was a kid calling the tarot, the psychic line, knowing I wasn't supposed to be calling the line, you know, so. <laughs> that's all I knew about it so once I got into it and somebody actually was reading me down and I was like okay you know I can't deny this you know you just can't deny it it's yeah. hard to register to you and it's basically connect, connect excuse me, to your higher self it's going to let you know what's going on with you in your situation I think everybody should have a reading some people get addicted to it but you mentioned twin flames twice and some people like don't understand like the difference between soulmate and twin flames can you elaborate on that for us Mm -hmm. and like why it's so hard to you know disengage from a a a twin flame yeah i don't even want to say the word twin flame no (laughs) (laughs) i hate it no i'm kidding but okay so the twin flame you basically i think you meet the twin when you start to go on your own spiritual journey so when you start to wake up yourself you release a lot of things from your past and then you'll meet this person and it's just like this person you think is like the dream person which i feel like you'll feel the same way about a soulmate twin flame you know karma you feel the same way about all of them like they are the one Mm -hmm. but the twin flame connection is so strong okay this is why i'm telling you that it doesn't matter distance doesn't matter time doesn't matter all of that is an illusion of the earth okay 
spirit mm-hmm. does not recognize time. They don't recognize distance. None of that. It doesn't. It doesn't exist in spirit. So you know, you can be in California, and your twin can be in Hawaii. But you still can feel that person telepathically. You just know that this is your person. You just you are connected to this person. And a lot of times, you know, you have spent many lives with this person. But it's something that is very difficult. It's a lot of push and pull between you and this person. Because a lot of times one person knows yes. about the connection and the other person doesn't. So you want to beat them upside their head to say, look, we're supposed to be together. We've been together before. And they're looking at you like, is you crazy? Girl, go to bed. Because most of the time, it's the woman that wakes up. So she knows about the connection. Oh, my goodness. Like, girl, you tripping, okay? I got to go get these hoes. So, (laughs) you know, they want to go off and do their own thing. And you have to let that person go because basically, you both are on. I say that the twin flame is a very unique way of finding your life's purpose. Because that person, when they reject you and you start to say, you know what? I'm going to go on my path and figure out my life. It hurts so bad, like somebody ripped your whole chest out. But you, oh my goodness, that is so true. Yes, I feel like I'm going through that like right now. But is it weird? Like, what is this? I could literally speak this person's name, and then like moments later, they'll call my phone or they'll text me, and I ain't talked to this person in weeks. Out of nowhere, yeah, and they'll or or. Or I'll dream, have a, a detailed dream about them, and then I'll wake up, and then I'll have, like, a text message from them. I'm like, what the hell is this? Right. It's so weird. Like, every time I try to forget the person, I can't. There they go. There they go. But, there you know, you have, to, you have to let that person go. You know, you're, a lot of times the person that I find is woke first, the person who knows about the connection, their lesson is to let it go. Because... Each soulmate, twin flame, whatever, is going to teach you about your own self-worth and value. But that person mm-hmm. will basically be like the carrot that's in front of your face dangling to get you to your life's purpose. So when you say, forget you, I'm going this way to do my own thing, you'll end up getting on a path to your life purpose, what you're supposed to do. And that person is supposed to do the same thing. Once they heal, they're supposed to be on their path. To figuring out what they're supposed to be doing in this life. Twin flames are supposed to come together and they're supposed to have a mission of working together for the collective. But so they don't end up together. You can, but you have free will. You got free will. So that person has to do first. That person basically, you know, he has to heal himself, get himself together. You have to healing to do, get yourself together, get on your path. He has to get on his path and then you come back together. But he can always choose to do what he wants. You know, he can deny the connection. He doesn't have to wake up to the connection. He doesn't have to. But spirit will give him the same synchronicities and feelings and everything. He'll get the same thing you're getting. But he can just ignore it. He is. Yeah. He He is. Like, I've gotten um, text messages randomly like, oh, I see your number everywhere I go. Uh Girl, I'm just like, what is this? Yep, (laughs) it is a mind game. And you have to be strong. That's what it is. It's a mental mind game, basically. You have to be strong and you have to choose yourself. Let that person go until they give you what you deserve and what you want. And you have to tell them no, even energetically. You have to be like, look, don't Mm -hmm. be trying to talk to me while I'm asleep. 
leave me alone. <laughs> okay, so you have to do the same thing. Well, yeah. Well, to my credit, I didn't respond. Yeah, and good. I got one yet last night go, at like what, two a.m. in the morning. Don't <laughs> be so hard. Don't be so hard. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I looked at the text like, hmm, it is. So what should I do? I but I ain't said nothing. So, do y'all have twin flames, Ashley and Tati? Or do y'all think oh, I so? I don't. I don't know. I think I do, but I'm. Oh, you would it. know. Oh, yeah, you and I know. feel like I do, but I'm. I'm being in denial about it. I'm just like uh, <laughs> not trying to, you know, claim up to it. But yeah, yeah. 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 But you can have, uh, you know, twin flame, and then you can have soulmates. So you'll meet different soulmates. Like I have a soulmate now. He's just my friend. He's not like you know anything sexual, anything like that. But he came into mm-hmm. my life at a time where I left um, a previous relationship and we basically mirror each other so much. It's crazy. It's just like, I can't stand him sometimes. And I, you know, <laughs> I only deal with him because, you know, he's, he's my friend, but oh my God, it's so hard to deal with him. And, you know, when I watch him, it's like, oh my God, that's me. I need to change that because that's so annoying. Oh my God. You yeah. know, and a soulmate will, you know, bring that out of you. It's like, oh, my God. But it doesn't have to be, you know, a sexual relationship. It can be your friend, somebody that basically helps you to evolve, of course, like they all do. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's my buddy. He's my buddy. Yeah, you said that so sweetly. Yeah, he's my buddy. <laughs> but it's nothing like that. But, girl, that twin, I will always love him. Like, no matter where I go, who I'm with. And I even told him that. Like, I will always love you, but I can love you and leave you. Okay? I don't have to be around for this. You're not going to mm-hmm. do it like this. <laughs> and I did. It's been months since I talked to him. Months. And I still think about him every day. Every day. But I, I don't think I would ever tell a man I will always love him. I will always love him forever. Mm-hmm. Because this is the reason why I say, if I didn't meet him, then I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. He is the one mm-hmm. who brought me to doing, you know, tarot and, you know, watching videos and stuff like that. Because not even my ex that I was with for 15 years made me feel this way, you know, about well. him. I'm telling you, it's deep. So I was like, yeah, I will always love him because of the journey. Not really what yeah. he was doing because yeah. I don't like him. I can't stand him. And I will probably never be with him. But I will always love him as a person because me meeting him and having him come into my life, it changed my life forever. But not right. he, he didn't change my life, but I changed my life because of meeting him and choosing myself over him. And I got on this path, baby, and it's been so sweet. It's been very good. So you got to take the good with the bad because once you let that person go, you definitely will have a lot of harvest come your way you will get lots and lots of blessings so all those tears mm-hmm. and the heartbreak and everything will be worth it you know if you're doing your work and stuff you, it will be worth it okay. amen to that sounds good yes, it will. hopefully he'll get his act together but if not you'll get somebody else that'll make you feel the same tingly you'll be like oh yes this is mine <laughs> again <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, on your YouTube videos, you often call on the ancestors. Who who are they? Oh well, um, the ancestors to me are my lineage. Okay, so every person that I know and that I don't know um, that is in the spiritual realm, 
I never had grandparents. I've never had, you know, grandfather, grandmother, anything like that. So, you know, don't cry, y'all. It's okay. It's okay. I never had grandma. <laughs> no, I never had grandma. Aww. But um, I've always had spiritual protection for as long as I've known. So, um, it's basically the people that have made it res- are, excuse me, responsible for me being here. So those people that I know, you know, grandfather, grandmother, you know, I know their names. I don't know who they are in particular, but I have so much help spiritually. And honestly, I don't know how, I don't know how, but, um, I definitely know my divine feminine grandmothers. They always teach me about, you know, my mannerism. They always owe me about that, the way I speak, even the way I mm-hmm. sit, the way I carry myself in public. Yes. The way I wear yeah. my clothes. I mean, they are always on me about that. And I don't really have anyone to teach me that information. It's just something that, that comes to me. And um, so how did you realize that you had this spiritual connection? Well, or like the spiritual protection, I should say. Well, I didn't know. I didn't really start tying the ends together until, like I said, I started to get on this path and I started to learn mm-hmm. more about, you know, tarot. And I honestly, I believe that the the relationship that I had with that twin flame was used to bring me here. So it's like I said, even though you'll go through that heartbreak, you'll learn so much and you'll get so much more from the experience so all the time I knew that you know I was protected like nothing really happened to me even though I don't have a lot of people physically around me to protect me I have a lot of spiritual protection but now I know now that I'm like inviting them in my life and saying hey Mm -hmm. I want you to be a part of my life you know I'm inviting them in and they're like oh well girl we've been here all the time what you talk about we've always been around so you know, I'm I'm very thankful because I probably would have never known that I had this spiritual protection. I just would have felt like, you know, I was safe. Like, I always feel safe. Like, nothing's going to happen to me. But now I know why I feel so safe, and it's because of the protection that's around me. So, It's awesome. It is. Yes. I love it. I love it. So With I the gems. Know. Dropping the gems. Huh? I said, yeah. drop the gems, girl. Yes, yes. I did not know this, like, for many and many years. But like I said, my divine feminine ancestors, they always get on me about being ladylike. Even as far as when I went back to college and the different things that I was doing, like, I'm the first one in my family to do a lot of things. And I often mm-hmm. wonder, why me? Like, why not my sister? Why not my brother? Why not somebody else? But... I was just the one that was chosen and I'm the one who is basically doing the work of the ancestors and, you know, everybody won't answer the call and not to say that they don't have the same, you know, opportunity. It's just that other people, they won't answer the call and they'll miss out on that opportunity. It's sad, but that's true. Wow. But yeah, like Tati said, I feel like you dropped a lot of gems for us and we really appreciate that. Yes. Anytime, anytime. Oh, yes. I hope we <laughs> well, we're going to have to like bring you on again because I have many more questions. Yes. I sure Ashley and Tati do. Like we, we definitely got to talk with you again. 
But before we let you go, we wanted to give you an opportunity to shout out your YouTube and your social media pages so our listeners know where they can find you and listen to your other videos. Okay, so um, on YouTube, it's Can Be The Light, so C-A-N-B-The-Light, or you can just type in hashtag hot mess and all my videos come up. <laughs> so yeah that's it instagram i really don't be on instagram and facebook like that so you know i really don't want to tell them but it can be the light on uh instagram also so if you really want to hit me up just hit me up on youtube i'm there all the time yes and she's very proactive and you know <laughs> responding back to the comments. yeah i try so hard to just be so many comments like but, you know, I feel like I got to get down in the comments with my people. Now I got to see what they talking about. And everybody tell me okay. everything. So I be like, yes. <laughs> yes. People really be like telling yeah, their whole life story. Stories. I'll be like, sometimes I'll be like, don't tell everybody everything. But they Girl, I definitely be <laughs> sipping tea, reading. Yes. But you know what? It feels good to know that you're not the only one going through that. When you go into the comments. Definitely. There are hundreds of people or, you know, even if it's 50 or 60 people, they are going through the same thing in a different town, different state, but they're still going through the same thing as you and you're not by yourself. So it definitely it's love. It's all love. Yes. Well, thank you so much again. Yes, thank you. We're going to love this episode. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course, girl. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Okay, well, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. It was a fun episode. We brought y'all something different again. I know the girls are coming hot in 2019 with all these different topics. We hope you guys enjoy our variety of themes and subjects that we discuss. Hopefully, you learned something new. Thank you so much to our special guest for joining us. She enlightened us um, on so many different things. And hopefully it kind of opened your mind more. And so, yeah, y'all know what to do. Send us your bitch guess what. Uh, you know everything y'all supposed to do. I don't have to keep reiterating this to y'all. Yeah, this. right. <laughs> keep doing it. Like, and then always stop in the middle of the sentence like, I can tell y'all. But yeah, so just send that shit to the email or to the DM. And I just realized after like 30 house posts, I've been telling y'all my Instagram name wrong. It's actually underscore underscore Ashley Lachey. So it's not one underscore, it's two. So if you haven't been able to find me, that's probably why. Okay. <laughs> and then you guys can find what? <laughs> I just feel so happy when like y'all like I got a fat ass tongue and uh, I just be so happy. Girl, I was I'm trying to say now. two words at the same time. I was trying to say bond and follow. <laughs> okay, yeah, follow me at Miss Jazz G. I'll be posting new photos soon. I know it's been a year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bye. As I release these frequencies, oh, free my city, free my city. My situation, give me freedom Bless the generation, give them mercy Bless the situation